the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story... Well, I'll tell you what my top experience was. I thought that I was getting taken down from Twitter. That would have been my top story because I have absolutely did not have access to my account. And it was just like Sam Tripoli said, like, it's all there. You just can't use it. You can't manipulate it. You can look at it. It's there, but it's not for you. And it kept saying, like, you are not permitted to do this. Like, every single thing. I just tried to look at my notifications. Like, everything was... 12 hours old or whatever. I couldn't do anything. Couldn't log in, nothing. But it still worked on my mobile. So I put up a bunch of like, find me here, thepropreport.com, patreon.com slash propaganda report, my Facebook page, YouTube channel, everything. Anyway, it's back up now, but I just don't think that's a good sign. So you didn't figure out what caused it? No, but I pinned to the top of my Twitter feed. Looks like Twitter is taking me down. Find me here. And I'll tell you, once I did that on YouTube, like they froze my watches. I knew it because I had people watch it to get the count up. And it stopped like at exactly 500. That's happened to me more than once. So I just put in the comments like they're freezing me at 500. Like, don't believe it. And then it's it unfroze immediately. Yeah. So with something minor, maybe because I don't think like Sam had time to put up pins to the top of his page. They're taking me down. <laughs> Twitter has been removing videos. Of, you know, those videos that people edit together, the montages of Joe Biden sniffing little girls. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they've been taking those down from Twitter. They won't let people post them anymore, which begs the question, are they removing similar videos? that people make of Trump. And I tried to find that briefly before the show, but I can't see that they were. Maybe Does they are. make that of Trump? Because the two sides of the meme war have different characters. That's true. They might. I don't know if there are as many. I think are that there are. I have seen some. Are pictures of the orange balloon, the yeah. baby balloon. Yeah. Because that, that's the indicator is people do say they do it to this side, they do it to, to that side. It's if they do it to both sides... I think sometimes people don't realize that they are censoring people on the extremes of both sides. But in this case, I think it is more they're censoring the Biden videos as opposed to the other side. I would agree with that. And I think they're going to do that because ultimately it will give them a fairness doctrine, which they want, which will benefit the left in the end. So a few things. I don't know where you want to start. Where Where do you want to start? I can start with the Scientific America story that's trending right now on Twitter. For the first time in their 175-year history, Scientific America has endorsed a candidate for president. Do I need to tell you who (laughs) Scientific America endorsed? In how long? 175 years. It's been in existence for 175 years. Yeah, and they've they've never felt it necessary to take a stand and and endorse somebody until now. they were in existence before dinosaurs were science. Maybe that science is what invented dinosaurs for all we know. Yeah, I mean, I'd like, I, I, my guess is the Scientific America came out just when all that Darwinism, I bet, it, I bet it's been pure and utter propaganda since day one. But well, obviously I digress. This article, you would think that an article endorsing a presidential candidate wouldn't be very long. This is like a 10-page article that goes through all the evil things about Trump, 
all the things that Biden is going to do that's great, and it just intertwines every Green New Deal, far extreme progressive wow. agenda item that we've been hearing all in one article from Scientific America. And it opens like this. This is the first line of the article. I just have a let me just make my comment because it may speak to that because I have I've never seen this. I, I don't even know about it, but. My guess is they're going to say. Normally, we don't endorse because that's like a political opinion, but this is scientific fact. That's the general feel. Right, but it's not the opening line. Here's how it opens. The 2020 election is literally a matter of life and death. We urge you to vote for health, science, and Joe Biden for president. Health, science, and Joe Biden. (laughs) Dude, you know my head's going to explode. As opposed to voting for lack of health, death, and unscientific theories. But it's... But it's wrong anyway. Like none of none of any of the people they're talking about, and I'm sure they themselves stand for health. And if they think that Joe Biden is going to defend health and science when no politician that I've been aware of or mainstream media outlet has defended health or science since the beginning of the scandemic, I I mean, that's just laughable. Let me tell you their reasoning, which comes in I, the next I'd line. I'd like to see their studies. The evidence and the science show that Donald Trump has badly damaged the United States and its people (laughs) because he rejects evidence and science. Let me read that again. The evidence and the science show that Donald Trump has badly damaged the United States and its people because he rejects evidence and science. So the evidence, there's evidence that he rejects evidence. Oh, wait, there's evidence. There's evidence. That he hurts the American people because he rejects evidence. They're they're saying that is what they're saying. That's exactly what they're saying. The evidence is in evidence that Trump hurts the American people because I mean because the they're actually saying they have a causal they have evidence of a causal relationship. I even if they said there's evidence that Trump hurts the American people, I would say absolutely that's for sure. There's evidence that every politician held rank in an authoritarian not joe biden according to them who did the patriot act when they reigned over okc but whatever and uh world trade center 93 whatever okay so but it's because he rejects evidence (sighs) and i'm sure what they did then with the rest of the article was they took that sentence and they laid out all the evidence in the of very Trump's yes harm and then what that it's because he rejects evidence exactly and that yeah that? that's exactly what they do and they don't leave it in the realm of science for example the article says although trump and his allies have tried to create obstacles to prevent people from casting ballots safely in november either by mail or in person It's crucial that we surmount them and vote. So vote by mail is apparently an issue for scientific America as well, because the science and the evidence shows that Trump ignores the science and the evidence.
What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 678- 653-8838. I also want to add that Neighbors now has their fall veggie plants in, as well as their cool weather seeds and their 2021 organic seeds, and they'll be getting the new seed packs up on the website soon, so be sure and check that out. So you were talking about the Biden thing, and I have a tangent to go off on that. Go for it. You're ready. Okay. What was the thing they said about climate change? Like he's a climate change denier or did they not hit that? Yet? They said, oh, they spent half the article on climate change. This okay. was definitely a climate change vehicle. He denies the science. He said in his ongoing denial of reality, they said in his ongoing denial of reality, Trump hobbled U.S. preparation for climate change, falsely claiming that it does not exist and pulling out of international agreements to mitigate it. The changing climate is already causing a rise in heat-related deaths and an increase in severe storms, wildfires, and extreme flooding. Okay. So the whole wildfire thing is totally like conspiracy. It's completely this dialectic thing in action for sure. Both sides are saying that there's like sinister forces at work that are promoting... The wildfires. I don't know, dialectic, not dialectic, but it it is definitely politicizing that crisis. And I think that that crisis... Okay, so this is what happened. So I have friends. I have a friend who lives in Northern California. I've told you about it before because she's so liberal. She's so, so liberal. So it's a litmus test to how people see this stuff. So a, a third friend asked us how we were doing out here in California because we're both being bombarded by these wildfires. And normally, like, I'm fucking pissed because I think I saw the chemtrails. I saw the fire coming out. I saw, you know, I couldn't understand why they didn't fight it. They're exploiting the fires. They're trying to chase people out of L.A. Like, I just think this is, I think they did this. The chemtrails enforced the drought, which there's lots of evidence to suggest that. And bad forestry practices also made it a perfect storm for the wildfires. So I'm pissed. I'm like, yeah. F these wildfires, they suck, I'm sick, blah, blah, blah. And then the other one, my Northern Cal friends, super liberal, is like even more pissed. Yes, these wildfires, it's terrible, get ready, I have my oxygen tank or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking, wow, should I tell her about the chemtrails? Because she could direct her anger where it belongs and it would probably... Knock one of the legs out of her. I hope that you did. Are you kidding? I hope that you did for my own amusement in their response. No, it, I, you know why? Because we've been through it before. And, but I just, I, so I didn't, I held my tongue and I was like, well, we just agree on something. That's great. Let's just leave it at that. But like, she was so mad at me and I just thought like, or she was just mad and I felt like she doesn't usually express that. She was mad at you? I think she was mad at me. Why? Because of the fires. You're responsible for the fires because you're <laughs> cisgender. Is that? Because I don't believe in climate change. I'm oh, not a climate alarmist. that's right. And you're cisgender. That's a double whammy. I am cisgender. She is a 
apologetic cisgender. Yeah, she hates that she, that she is cisgender. She's an anti-cisgender. I had a similar experience speaking with a progressive friend of mine in a text chain. Well, honestly, I didn't even get in the text chain because like you, I know what the response will be. I've been to all the Indivisible trainings. This particular friend very much is following those activist trainings and using the same dialogue and using the same strategy of when there's an argument that you don't know how to confront or can't confront, just don't even talk about that. But I get all these text messages this morning and it's three of my friends, two of them extremely, extremely on that progressive end of it. And they're just talking and randomly, actually, they were talking about Fantastic so, Beast. because This we, is a text of like four people? Yes, four people are in this text chain. And... I know someone who's in Fantastic Beast. We all have performed with this person. And so they're talking about it. Then randomly in the middle of the conversation, it's not political at all. One of my friends goes, too bad J.K. Rowling is such a transphobe. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just threw that in there. And I, I, I saw that and I'm like, morning. I can't say anything because I don't want to engage this right now. But my other friend, he did pop the question in. He did say... What did she, why is she transphobe? What did she say or do? And this is my favorite part. This is a perfect illustration of this brainwashing that we've been talking about, the logic or lack of logic that they put in people's heads. The response was, oh, I don't know. It was just some general transphobia, general transphobia. They could not even say what it was. They had just heard that she was transphobic. And then they went on, who still my other friend didn't engage the political aspect of it. He stopped and they continued talking about something else. And then it came back. Yeah. And J.K. Rawlings hasn't even apologized for what she said. And they just admitted they didn't know what she said. Apologize for what? I'm sorry for my general transphobia. And maybe she did. Maybe she did. And this person's obviously not informed. Let me just ask you a couple of questions. This is the logic that we deal with. Did... Is this person <clears throat> unintelligent? No, this is a very one of the most resourceful, intelligent people that I know. Okay. He is super smart right. in most Does areas he of life. Have no actual knowledge, nothing to really think about. What do you mean? Does he seem devoid of, like, does he read a lot of pulp fiction, or does he read, you know, anything of of substance? Because you can be intelligent without being. He is. He's the type of guy who's a really nice guy, and he just leans into this progressive stuff, and he's got the very wrong fixed idea of what everything else is. But no, he's got stuff to do, but he just, he very much is a true believer. Okay. Does he know that you need to be converted? Was it directed yes, at you? Yes, I think that he does. See, well, that's where my friend and I yeah. got into a little bit of trouble. Like, I wanted to tell her her thing, but then she would get upset evangelize everyone knows that it's the climate yeah and you're just a nut job conspiracy theory theorist even though the climate change thing if everyone knows it then they must think there's a conspiracy going on to deny it right you know so yeah he spoke as though we all agreed with him as well and yes he, I believe, is aware that you're supposed to push these messages out there to try and convert people, if that's, if that's what you're asking. I will tell you after this break what she did, what Rollins did. 
Now, I don't have to tell you or anyone listening that the news is biased. All news is biased. Whether intentional or unintentional, there's always at least some level of bias in the news that we consume, and that bias does impact how we see the world. Fortunately, Ground News is making it a lot easier for us to quickly recognize this bias. Ground News is a new app that provides readers with objective data about the underlying political bias in all published news stories. It's the first ever news comparison platform. Here's how it works. Ground News collects data from over 50,000 news sources and runs real-time media bias tracking. Then, the coverage bias rating is visually shown alongside the story. For every story you read, you can compare how reporting differs across sources with different political biases and see if the coverage of a story skews more to the left or more to the right. Ground News represents a larger movement of people who are fed up with traditional, highly politicized news. No one wants to be spoon-fed ideas or subtly influenced in covert ways. What Ground News does is gives the power to the people so you can make up your own mind. If you want to learn more and try out Ground News for yourself today, and I highly recommend that you do, head on over to ground.news/prop. That's ground.news/prop and enter the code prop that's spelled P R O P in all caps to get 7 days free of Ground News Pro. And as an exclusive limited time offer, listeners of the Propaganda Report will get 25% off of Ground News Premium membership. So what are you waiting for? Start judging the truth for yourself today. Definitely check out Ground News, y'all. One of the things that I have found useful in their website and their app is that it shows you how outlets across the political spectrum are reporting on the same story, and it enables you to see when media outlets are ignoring certain stories that might oppose the narrative that they're pushing. So check it out. So, excuse me, I'm sorry, I have serious, like, congestion issues because my house is full of smoke. You're in a wildfire. Inhabitable, what? You're in a wildfire. Yeah, and my friend, I love my friend, I don't don't mean to make fun of her, and she was giving me great advice, she's got, she doesn't have an oxygen tank, she has an air purifier, but it... The replacement filters are $400 for this thing. Like, I'm not buying this air filter, but it's really unhealthy. And now that I know that we live in a complete pathocracy who hates us, I it, it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, I, I think that masks are bad for you, too. But anyway, what she did was she uh, she, in one of her books, in her latest book, she has a somebody who commits crimes, a murder or whatever, when he goes out to do the crimes, he dresses as a female. That's his disguise, which I always thought about Assange and Edward Snowden and even the Santa Barbara shooter. I think all those people just, for some reason, I get get that vibe from them. And that in itself was considered transphobic, plus, according to Fox, other a history of the transphobic vibe coming off of her. <laughs> that was the news report on Fox, was that... The general transphobia, you know, there's news about this plot line that isn't on its face really transphobic. Yeah. It's just a reality that if somebody misidentifies you as a female, you're probably less likely to be a suspect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's what she got in trouble for? And it's couched, that's what she got in trouble, but it's couched in this and other stuff she said that seems transphobic. That's yeah, general transphobia. I believe it's referred to. Right. So your your friend is reporting the news. Right. That's exactly what's going on. So I wanted to. What one more thing there? Yeah. Yeah. Go. I have a problem with the cisgender thing. You're not allowed to label anybody else with a gender yet. 
if you're cisgendered, you can be labeled cis. So a cis can't say that somebody else is something, but everybody else can say someone is cis. I never agreed to adopt this term cis wherever it came from. Interesting. So <clears throat> like you can label it's kind of like racism. Yeah. You can't white people can't be racist. That's the thing. Can't no. Only white people can be racist. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. so. Maybe only so maybe only white people have lost the right to label others. Yeah. You can't gender anybody else, but you can be gendered. Lost the right. So here's the thing. We've had a lot of focus. Do you mind if I derail to a little mind vitamin? Go for it. All right. We, we've had a lot of focus on the COVID thing. And I, I was thinking, so I've had all these epiphanies. I've been peeling the onion and figuring out what is the real answer. What does it really mean to be free? And that one of the ways to do that is, or maybe the most, the only way that you can really control in your own life is to try to have control over your food, over your health, over your self-defense on an individual basis. So libertarians can fight to defend the Bill of Rights or other things like that, but ultimately real freedom. And I think money is also a problem. So like if you were free from money, that would also be a kind of freedom. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I thought, well, I know that, right? But I'm, I have kids that are, I'm not very flexible right now. I've got teenagers. My husband works. I, I just, I have a life that's been built around this and I'm not sure I have the energy to completely change the paradigm of my own life. And I just thought of a little analogy, like not everyone gets on that last chopper out of Saigon. Remember that picture of the, remember like the last, it's like from 1972. It's a very famous iconic video of the last chopper, like overloaded with people to, as the U S was pulling out of the Vietnam war. I think so. Yeah. Or like another way of thinking is like not everyone gets on the last spaceship to Mars. You know, when Earth is collapsing, not everybody's getting. Yeah, where they say we only have room for a certain amount of people. Yeah, and and you're definitely not getting the old, like on the Saigon thing, the old people and the slow people are not getting on that chopper. Sick people, they're not, I mean, they're going to put a hand up. They're going to take a little, you know. And you have to choose. Or whatever. Yeah, I don't even know if they choose. It's just that you're not going to get to the helicopter if you're slow or sick. I'm not going to get to it if I'm too old. So, but I was just thinking about what that was, you know, the fall of Saigon. Everybody knew they wanted to get on that chopper. Chopper, because why? Because the the Saigon was falling. And what does that mean? What that means is there was a regime change. There was a battle for control of the governments of that land and those people. And it was a revolution, a revolutionary change to the, the way of government to the culture, to everything, a regime change. And a lot of people were going to suffer for that. The, the change was going to be radical, and it was. And that's exactly what happened here, now. That's what happened. They're not obeying the Constitution anymore. We have had a radical, revolutionary coup, change in the government, change in the regime. When we get out of this on the other side, my kids aren't, maybe they go back to school. Maybe we go back to work, but it's not going to be the same. You brought the story about the buildings being different. We've seen this. Everything's going to be highly wired, highly surveilled, that the nature of our transportation is going to be different, of our health. Everything's going to, we're going to live in a different world. And it will be, it is a, a regime changing coup revolution 
that's really negated the Constitution, the foundational documents of this country. And, and that's what we just experienced. We, that chopper is gone and we're not on it. And they've done this overtly and they've gotten people to ask for this through this crisis that we've gone through and they've expedited this process. It had been working slow and subtle to do this to transform society over the previous years. It was not near as overt, but through the pandemic, they've just laid to bear everything they're doing, it seems like. And incrementalism was the was the watchword since the 60s. That's how they did it, for sure. And you didn't notice that every single thing that they ultimately got implemented completely, they never acknowledged. They didn't get rid of poverty or racism or all the things that they said, these are the programs that'll do it. They brought the programs and it didn't do it, but because it was incremental, nobody noticed. But now you have the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. That's and what I was about to go to, yeah. About, and Yesterday, when I read that hack attack thing, I'm sure that you were signaling that, you know, with what you were saying was from the Great Reset. And yesterday I talked about hack attack where they said philanthropies and found philanthropic organizations and foundations will merge and will provide the overarching stability of government when nation states fail. And they that echo is ha- that is the coup. They Yeah, they echo that theme through one of the great reset panel discussions they have an entire section on the world economic forum site and youtube page that is all of these panel discussions one two three four five on the great reset and i've been going through some of those and they very much all of them emphasize this is a once in a lifetime opportunity we've never had one like this before we may never have it again and it is life or death and the change must happen now i'm so stupid the Great Reset is about implementing the plan from years from a you know a few years running that they call the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Yeah, they exactly. They talk about that in Agenda Thirty, implementing yeah, they, Agenda they, Thirty. Twenty thirty. They assemble. Yeah. They organized Event Two Hundred One, which I can tell you what that means if you don't know, and that hack attack document that talked about philanthropies and foundations merging and it's called big philanthropy that was a rockefeller foundation document and and it just snapped to me that the reason all these guys are on the same page is that is their plan and there aren't that many people i mean world economic forum has davos they meet it is not a long list of people the guys speaking the name of this particular person slips my mind We'll probably show some of the clips in our future Rockfin video, but sounds like a diabolical, evil villain Klaus in the way Schwab. that he talks. Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, he's got a real heavy Swiss or German accent. Yes, I believe that is him. Does he talk about Pete Q sent me um, a chrono mark on one of those where he said, you weren't prepared for the pandemic and now you're not prepared for the cyber attack. Did you get to that yet? I did not. <laughs> Fucking buckle up. Are you ready to try CBD products and see why so many people swear by everything from CBD oil to body lotion to muscle rub? TrueHempscience.com is at the ready with the highest quality products they developed over decades in the business and a lifelong pursuit of nutrition, health, and spiritual well-being. They are eager to introduce you to the CBD experience and so confident in their products, they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee and a special offer for Propaganda Report listeners. To learn more about their company, their passion, and their products, go to truehempscience.com slash 
prop report. I also want to give a shout out to Childerberg. Childerberg is this libertarian gathering in Austin in the spring that's it's like a camp out and or it's maybe it's outside of Austin. They got it done, even though there was a pandemic, supposedly. And we could not I could not get to the neighbors thing. So they pulled off something that I actually could not pull off. And I am really, really looking forward to going in the spring. And I hope that anybody who wants to get together for reals will join us. I, it's all up in the air, of course, but let's stay connected to Childerberg, big fan of the show, Childerberg.com, at Childerberg on Twitter. And of course, Childerberg shows up at the Disappearing Patron Party and is a big uh, contributor to the Discord after party. So always fun. Love to give the shout out to Childerberg. So hopefully we'll be able to get through all this. We will. We will emerge. I, I know we will. I have like a throwaway story. Should I tell it to you? Sure. Or did did you want to? I have the Andrew us? Gillum story. Oh, yeah. Do it. Andrew Gillum, who used to be the mayor of Tallahassee, and he ran for governor of Florida, almost beating DeSantis. Is that his name? DeSantis? DeSantis, yes. He was the darling of the media, along with Stacey Abrams for a while. He has a similar activist background to Stacey Abrams. Well, you might recall that back in March, there was a little bit of controversy around him because he was found naked in a Miami hotel alongside, oh, he's unconscious, alongside an unconscious male prostitute. And he gave an interview yesterday to a journalist named uh, Tamron Hall. And he said during that interview that he doesn't identify as gay, but he does identify as bisexual, which is interesting because he does have a wife and three children. So it might appear to some that you got to go with the bisexual claim so you can maintain this illusion that your marriage isn't a sham, which she actually addresses in the interview. I think it's unfair that people are saying my marriage is a sham because of this. He did not address, however, he never addressed, and this shows the difference in the way that they report things, just the way the story is reported. If you compare this to the way that the Jerry Falwell Jr. story was reported, you couldn't read a story about Falwell Jr. without them attaching Trump's name to it. It was always... One of Trump's biggest endorsers, Jerry Falwell Jr., is a cuck with his, you know, everything attaches Trump. Nothing here even associates with Biden or anything else on the, the left. But he addresses the idea of whether or not he was unfaithful with his wife, but he doesn't actually address it. Instead of answering the question, he says, just because you're bisexual doesn't mean you're automatically commit adultery. How dare you? How dare? Nobody implied that. So was he saying that he was not having sex with the guy? Yes, <laughs> he said that he didn't know why he was naked. He didn't know why drugs were there and he blacked out and didn't remember anything. And you know what? If you're going to a hotel, a cheap hotel hey. in Miami to meet a male prostitute, you better do enough drugs to give yourself plausible deniability. I'll tell you, two people I think were actually killed with that kind of cover story, but they were assassinated. Jeff Adachi. And I wonder about there was a really powerful libertarian emerging politician who said uh, his famous speech was something like, 
Yeah, I'm that libertarian. I'm the libertarian who, whatever, but he was a doctor and he just freaking turned up dead in a hotel room. Same thing with Jeff Adachi, sex, drugs, rock and roll. So maybe this guy was getting set up and and maybe he got set up in a way that didn't kill him because maybe they're going to use him further. And I have a story just like that. I want to tell you in one second. One more point there. He moved up on the intersectionality ladder. Which begs the question, why didn't you come out with this earlier? Because perhaps it could have helped your run, or at least it could have helped you say that I lost because of this oppression, you know, insert level of oppression. But by saying that he's bisexual at the beginning of the interview, he inoculates himself from that criticism of being unfaithful with his wife because it's, oh, how dare you suggest that everybody who's bisexual is adulterous instead of actually answering a question about it. When people didn't want gay priests or gay Boy Scout leaders or gay teachers. I mean, when I was growing up, that was a really big thing. Gays in the military. And I I remember saying, like, just because they're gay doesn't mean they're going to act inappropriately sexually in a circumstance when no one is supposed to act inappropriately sexually. I mean, it is not a foregone conclusion. However... If you found a priest alone with an OD'd naked 16-year-old boy... And the priest is also naked. think... (laughs) With drugs in the room and everything, I might say, okay, this in this particular case, there may be a... How dare you assume that gay man always commit adultery with children? And you know what? In which case... Why would he even, why is his bisexuality even relevant? That's what I was like. That's exactly my point. That wasn't the relevant issue. The issue was, did you cheat on your wife? But you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of answering the questions, oh, you're just assuming all us bisexual people cheat on our wives. It's like, actually, I was assuming that had nothing to do with that because you're married. Exactly. (laughs) What the heck? So here's a story that I, I don't know if it's, if it's a, I don't know if when Ted Kennedy went into the drink in Chappaquiddick, he was being set up the way his brothers were killed, like he was just being neutralized or murdered or what. But, you know, he went to the drink with a gal coming home from a party and then he swam out. She died. Yeah, he didn't leave with a gal, though. He went into the drink with a gal, but he didn't leave the drink with a gal. Right, exactly. And that's therein lies with the rub, as it were. So that was the end of his career. And then there was a good, a really good little old fashioned cheesy John Travolta movie called Blow Out, which had a very similar storyline. Very good movie. Highly recommend <clears throat> or good movie recommend. So anyway, so when I heard this story, I wondered if this guy was getting set up. It was the South Dakota attorney general. Did you hear about this guy? I did not. Jason Ravensborg. OK, so I heard about this yesterday. He was involved. Yesterday, the story was he was involved in a fatal crash on the way home from a GOP dinner. He drinks occasionally, but not much was like inserted into the article. And I thought, well, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to make him look bad. He didn't die. They didn't kill him. <clears throat> Who knows? Because South Dakota's where Sturgis was, and that hot governor was saying, you know, with the guns, she was saying that, uh, you know, that the studies about Sturgis are ridiculous and yada yada. So South Dakota was, you know, n- racist or whatever. So I just thought maybe this guy was going to get in trouble for that. But then I heard the follow up story this morning, and apparently, when he was driving home, what does this sound like to you? He hit something. He thought it was a deer. He returned to the scene the next day, only to discover it was a pedestrian. And Sounds he like found Ted the Kennedy. Body 
it's it, you know what it sounds like have you has anyone ever that you've known because this happened to somebody i knew in high school leaves the scene of a crime because they were drinking while driving and if you go until there's no alcohol in your yeah. blood they can't prove it right? yeah that's i know yeah that's, that's what that sounds like does, right that's what it sounds like and he hit a person not a deer yeah now here's the question yeah here's the question what was the time of death for that person that is a fantastic question i hope they get to the bottom of that very sad and the drink and drive patron 15 i'm going to tell you about chuck schumer's stand-up comedy debut maybe his debut he did some stand-up comedy of sorts i have to correct the record on something that i said yesterday about fentanyl but i think i have to do it on the patron 15 because we're way over you guys can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com, your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. We will talk to you guys on the patron 15 or tomorrow. Have a fantastic rest of your day.